Welcome to the Flavorcast, the only podcast to exclusively cover Ben and Jerry's flavors and products that we know of. You're here because you have an unhealthy obsession with Ben and Jerry's and need an outlet unlike any other in the world today. Or maybe you don't know much about Ben and Jerry's and you want some help sorting through all your options. I'm Elijah, alongside Brillian and Jacob. Hi. Hello. We are in no way official Ben and Jerry's affiliates, but we'd like to be. For now, we're all Ben and Jerry's fanatics on a quest to dig into every flavor that exists and is going to exist. Here on the podcast, we'll eat and review every pint we can get our spoons in every Friday, just in time for your weekend ice cream binge. Classic flavors, brand new flavors, exclusive batches, and the coveted limited batches. Some of these flavors we've had, and some of these flavors we've never had. Either way, we break out the pints each episode for the freshest takes. We'll also opine for flavors since departed to the flavor graveyard each week in our In Memoriam segment. We'll also try to give you the latest scoop on upcoming flavors and products to look forward to. Now let's get junky. Hey everybody, welcome to the Flavor Cast. We eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream. We're gonna have a big old blast. Hey, Flavor Cast, yeah. I didn't know we had a theme song. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> welcome to the Flavor Cast, everybody. Happy Friday. We are here as the only podcast exclusively covering Ben and Jerry's flavors and products that we know of, and we're happy to advise you on your ice cream eating habits and needs. Today, our focus flavor is the limited botch, Chip Happens. Have you guys had Chip Happens? Yes. <laughs> didn't sound like fond memories. Brilliant hates the chips. She doesn't like the chips and the ice cream. I don't want chips in my ice cream. We've, we, we had this fight when we did late night snack in the in memoriam. Jacob, have you had it? Um, yeah, I, I have tried it. Um, interested to try it again and see what I think the second time around. So Chip Happens is another Netflix original flavor, and it's based off of the cooking competition Netflix show Nailed It which is a treat baking competition, but the catch is it's for novice bakers who are like really bad uh, because Netflix is trying to capitalize on the meme, nailed it with all the, you know, when you see the, um, you know, the Squidward cake versus from a professional versus like the guy trying to make it in his basement, you know? So, um, so yes, uh, I first saw that this flavor was announced February 28th, 2020. It could have been a little bit before that, but I know that it was early this year because this was this was one that I was initially cautiously excited about because it had the chips in it and we all know that I mourn late night snack more than almost any other flavor in the flavor graveyard. So it this is another one of those where I saw that it was announced and it took a lot of months to finally get my hands on it. Uh, but I have had it before. So Chip Happens is a cold mess of chocolate ice cream with fudge chips and crunchy potato chip swirls instead of the clusters. I just got that it's Chip Happens because there's fudge chips in it too. That, <laughs> there's I different got chips, it. There's yeah. two kinds of chips. Two levels of chips here. Wow. <laughs> this is some Christopher Nolan level stuff we're working with. 
Uh, the back of the pint says, nailed it. Sometimes, quote unquote, chip happens and everything's a mess, but we nailed it with this chip-filled limited batch. When smooth chocolate ice cream meets fudge chips and salty swirls, it'll deliver a serious one-two crunch. The best part? There won't be anything left to clean up. They are going hard on the puns <laughs> with this flavor. Like, really hard. I love that. Okay. Uh, shall we dig in? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's Let's try to get a spoonful of everything here. Where are the chips at? I don't see them. They're all... Oh. There we go. I found some. Ooh, nice and melty. <laughs> we gotta hurry. Brilliant scoop is falling. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's get chunky. You look so unhappy. It's not good. I'm sorry. I hate it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think the t- the chips just taste like so bad in the back of my throat. Like it's a gross, gross taste in the back. Like it's like it feels like I like threw up in a past life and oh my I can God. like taste it now. <laughs> 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 Oof. So we had to go on kind of a journey to get this, didn't we? Because this was available all over the place in town for a while. But um, when I went out and tried to get it recently for the podcast, I had to go to four stores to find it. Eventually, I found it at Target, and they were down to their last three. So it's very possible this limited batch is running out. Like, we could be eating some of the last batches that exist right now. Jacob, you had some trouble finding it too, didn't you? Yep, I got the last pint at my Target. So we... uh very well uh, could not have been recording this episode today right. if that would have been the case. We were very close. Brilliant mm-hmm. couldn't find it at all, no. which she would consider to be a very good thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to eat all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so Nailed It premiered on March 9th, 2018, uh, and it's hosted by Nicole Byer. It's had four seasons, which is kind of crazy to me. But it's not like four, it's actually technically six, because they have four seasons, and then they have... You are in pain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to, like, keep eating it. (laughs) So I can... Those aren't the rules, Brilliant. You don't have to, like... You can you can contribute, contribute after a couple bites. You don't have to like kill yourself for the for the pod. So Do it for the pod. <laughs> Nailed it technically has six seasons, right? Because there are two holiday specific seasons. It looks like Brilliant is going to cry. Um so uh Nailed It was nominated for three Emmys, twice for Best Competition Show, and once for Best Host. Actually, Nicole Byer, in, in, a, in a fun fact, but also sort of a sad one, is the first black woman to be nominated for Best Host at the Emmys. Nice. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the show, Nailed It. I thought it, was, I thought it was trying just a little too hard. I didn't like the editing very much. Um, but I will say that like what I did like of it came from her. Like I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I only saw one episode of it, um, and I guess at the time I didn't realize that it was pretty much just, like, baked items, or it seems like mostly just cakes, so mm-hmm. I I think, like, one episode was entertaining enough, but I don't think I would, you know, feel the need to uh, continue watching through a entire season. But sure enough, we have a Netflix flavor uh, based off of it. 
Um, this is a chocolate ice cream. It does, it's not described as a milk chocolate, but that's kind of how it tastes. It feels like a different kind of chocolate than like a fish food or like a or, or, or a fudge brownie flavor. It, sure. it is a lighter chocolate. Mm-hmm. I like the fudge chips. Fudge <laughs> chips, those should be in everything, you know? I don't, they're great. Normally, and you guys know this, I don't like the fudge chips. They usually become a dominant flavor for me, like too much. Mm-hmm. But I think I think they do work here. I will say that it's good if I don't have a taste of the chips in it. I will <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, it's got a 4.7 out of 5 out of 120 reviews on the official website. Wow. But what do we think? I think they hired bots. But <laughs> I don't. They're fake reviews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacob, how do you feel about the flavors that are happening in this? I see what they're trying to do here, but for me, this one's—I don't know—it's just not working. The components aren't coming together for me, and I'm assuming like they were hoping that they would. The chip swirl um, in this one—I'm not as big of a fan of really as what they had done in late night snack where they had the actual right yeah 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 no, no, yeah. oh sorry I, I thought you gave her a look like my throat my throat made a frog noise and i was wondering if, if <laughs> oh, really heard I it really in her i did but... hear it but i thought it was, I was okay. like i thought it was your stomach or something maybe no, it was maybe throat. it's good we're doing a that's a hot take then we'll <laughs> start my body disagrees with my uh my <laughs> initial assessment of this flavor. <laughs> I'm not really having that same inclination to keep eating it like I did for Boots on the Moon. Um, I, you know, I've probably eaten maybe a fifth of the pint so far, but I, I, I don't really feel in, inclined to to keep going, um, which is sad. Because I was really excited about the return of potato chips and the ice cream, um, where Elijah and I are both very fond of that, but I just don't think it's doing for me what Late Night Snack did. So for those reasons, I think I'm going to have to give this one, unfortunately, a uh, two and a half out of five. Um, don't like this flavor. It's not good. <laughs> I, I usually don't have Ben and Jerry's flavors where I, like, don't want to eat. Like, I, like... I, I can eat a little bit. I will admit that the fudge chips and the chocolate ice cream by themselves would be like a great like neutral Ben and Jerry's flavor if they weren't doing anything too crazy. But then they threw like this potato chip swirl in and like I swear every single time I eat it, I feel sick. I'm like, what is happening here? This is not, it's like finely grained sand that like tastes like nothing and then you bite it and it's like chip, but it's like a soggy chip and like I don't want it. So yeah, I I really don't like it. <laughs> um, I ate like an inch of it. I'll give it one point five. The chocolate, cho- the chocolate chips, and the ice cream are good. I actually like the chips in this. <laughs> I, I I'm actually digging for the chips, which is kind of the point of the ice cream. You're not getting the ice cream because it's chocolate ice cream, and you're not getting it because it has fudge, little chips in it. You're getting it because it has potato chips in it, and that's kind of <laughs> what I'm looking for. And I think in that way, the potato chip flavor is good. I mean, I think it's a solid sort of Lay's potato chip kind of flavor that mixes in with the chocolate, which I think is actually pretty good. It's a good neutral chocolate. It's not, it's not too strong. So for me, 
this flavor as ter- in terms of like what I am getting in my mouth when I am putting it in there. That was a stupid way to say that. <laughs> in terms of like what I am tasting, I'm gonna say pushing maybe three point five. Like I think this is. I would say this would be average. Like this is something that is. This is okay. average. Okay. I think it's okay. <laughs> Oh, whatever. What do we think about the crunchy <laughs> texture? What, how does the texture work in this pint, Jacob? Texture in this one, um, it's not the best, but not the worst. Kind of middle of the road for me. Um, I I don't know. I just can't get over the potato chip thing. I mean, the, the texture of the swirl's okay, but I, I just think the way it's implemented... Um, I don't like as much as having the chunks of potato chip in there because it, it's more like a core almost and you just get like this depending on how you you put your spoon in there you could get this big like mouthful of potato chip swirl uh the chocolate chunks in there as always are nice to have adds a nice textural element to it but yeah i think the potato chip swirls kind of throwing it off for me gonna give this one a three out of five i feel like I'm not a big fan of fine-grained stuff in my ice cream. Don't really like it to feel gritty. I think the chocolate chips, chocolate chunks, whatever, those are great. I feel like if they were going to do potato chips, though, I would have rather they not have done just, like, little sprinkles of potato chips because I feel like the whole appeal of a potato chip is the fact that you can crunch it, and it's just already crumbled. So, like, if they, like, did, like... Did they do in like late night stuff like fudge covered mm-hmm. potato chips? I would have preferred that honestly than just like little trails. Like it has no appeal to me. I don't want it. It's Especially like because sh- at least in night late, late night snack you could have avoided them. Right, that's true too. Yeah, no, I would have preferred if they were fudge covered or something. I'm gonna give it a two out of five because I do love those little little fudge chips. Those are great. <laughs> Just not the chip chips. Not the chip chips. <laughs> I want fudge chip happens. Just that one. <laughs> I'm learning that I like the fine grain sort of crunch. I think it's a. I think it's like a different degree of crunch, because you got the sort of overt crunch with the fudge chips. You get a softer sort of you know different degree of of crunchy with the like grainy and I don't mind that and then the smoothness of the ice cream. So I'm learning that I like that. <laughs> but uh, the whole appeal of a potato chip is crunching into a single potato chip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't like it's not like you, you don't scoop it out of a bowl or something. Just like a whole like <laughs> crunch up all the potato chips, eat it with a spoon, get yeah, some they- milk. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. That is not the point. So I do agree that like that would that would have really helped this. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, but I think that the idea that they're going for in the marketing campaigns too is that like they kind of it's like the fruitcake idea where yeah. they like you know they shove everything from the counter into the pint. I think that's kind of their like marketing angle or their PR angle here. All this is a long-winded way of saying I I I think it's okay. I think the texture I like. I actually like the texture more than the flavor itself in this one. I agree also that there's not, there's sort of an inconsistency with when it comes to the chip texture, but when it's just right, it's just right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a 3.5 out of five for me. I think the texture itself is better than the flavor. So I think I have an idea of how this is gonna go down, but what do you, <laughs> Jacob, let's hear what you have to say about how the combination of all the flavors work together. 
I kind of go back and forth because some bites I take, I, you know, it is really nice. And some bites, it's just, you know, kind of overwhelming and it, it just doesn't balance well together. And I think that does have a lot to do with how much of that uh, potato chip swirl you're getting in your spoon. So I guess it's like a choose your own destiny kind of thing. I'm I'm thinking probably a three out of five on this one. Like it's, there is a bit of a balance in there, but I think it sometimes it gets... Uh, quite a bit off balance though too and that that's a little off-putting for me i feel like it's inconsistent throughout like some bites are great because i don't have potato chips (laughs) and some bites are awful because i have potato chips and it's just so salty like comes at me um if but here's the thing if someone like loved this ice cream i feel like they would they would want to be like more consistent like more potato chip swirls throughout because it kind of feels like they're just like one in a like you're digging around to find like one of them so I feel like it just wasn't like very consistent and so like if I did like the potato chips I wouldn't have liked it and if I don't like the potato chips I don't really like it because <laughs> I, don't, I don't want them there so I'm gonna give it like a 1.75 they I just I, I it I, I like surprises sometimes in ice cream, but I feel like if it's centered around chip happens, there should be more chips. I Not for me, but for so people this who is, like it. You think this is the worst of both worlds. Yeah, I really don't like it. I like the potato chips okay. I like the flex chips okay. I like the chocolate ice cream okay. And I like the texture of all these things, but in terms of the flavor of all these things, when you put them together, it doesn't really add up to anything more special than the individual parts. I'm going to give this a 2.5 out of 5 because they just don't work in tandem together in the way that I hoped that they would. But that's everything that's inside the pint. What do we think about what's working outside on the pint? Jacob, what do you think about the design? Well, for me, the pint design on this one is uh, a lot more impressive than the flavor itself. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. I mean, I, I think they're really playing off, you know, the fact that it's just kind of a a big old mess. They got, you know, chips flying all over the place. The cow's got a splotch of chocolate on his apron and his whisk. Uh, one cool thing here that I don't think I've actually seen before um, is on the actual Ben and Jerry's logo. Um, mm-hmm. Even at the end there, at the end of uh, Jerry, the... The second R, the Y, and the S is kind of starting to droop and, you know, look kind of splotchy. So finally, I like that they uh, they they called it limited botch instead of limited batch. That was a nice touch there, too. Um, so I, I think that the design on this one's actually pretty cool. It's, it's not like, you know, one of the best ones I've ever seen, but it's pretty solid, so... Uh, I'm going to give this one a 4 out of 5. I feel like there's a, a lot of little like details that you like find every time that you're like looking mm-hmm. at it, which is super cool. I feel like just a lot of detail and care was put in it. I like the lo- how it looks like the ice cream is like overflowing in the top right. Mm-hmm. I like the color brown for the font and how it like kind of contrasts with the pink splotches of like what icing or something. You know, that's not in there, but I just think they work together well. Um, and I like the how the clouds even. I feel like the cloud f- like background of there has changed. So it's like kind of sinking in and like it's kind of messed up. And everything's 
a mess, which is like their point. So I think this is a really cool pint design that you like discover new stuff with as you look at it. So I'm gonna say four out of five as well. So this is actually probably the least, why are you still eating it? Oh, it melted. So I can see that there's no potato chips in it. It's just chocolate ice cream. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so among the Netflix flavors, this is actually the one that steps out the least in terms of pipe design. It does, yeah. Yeah, so um, in a lot of ways, I think that that can be a good thing. In some ways, it has me wondering why there isn't a little bit more going on. But I like the way that they are interpreting the sort of aesthetic of all the crap that's going wrong into their normal pint design. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually pretty clever. Maybe you couldn't step out of the bubble a little bit more with the pint design because of the way that you're trying to interpret or trying to communicate the idea that everything's going wrong in this flavor. So I think it was actually really clever the way that they did it. I actually really like the pink too, although it makes me wonder like, what is it? Yeah, that's fair. It doesn't belong there, but like it's, but it, but it helps the yeah. aesthetic. I think it works pretty well. Um, I'm really happy with it. It's not the best Netflix design, but I think it's probably a little bit better than maybe the standard look right. of it. So for that, I'll, I'm gonna be with you guys on this one. Four out of five <laughs> for the pint design. So we've talked about what we like or don't like about all these individual things, but what is it as a cohesive unit? Jacob, what are we giving this out of 10? Uh, well, I'm probably not gonna buy this one again, so that's uh, that's very telling, I think. The flavor balance in this one, I think, is really the, the biggest downfall for me. All, all the parts put together, uh, unfortunately, this will uh, probably be my worst reviewed pint yet. I think uh, probably five out of 10 is gonna be what I'm gonna have to give this one. Cool. <laughs> It's not at all what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, I really don't like this. <laughs> it's like probably one of my least favorite Ben & Jerry's flavors they've had. I really hate, and like, it's not even like, I like all of the ingredients in there. Like I like chocolate ice cream. I like fudge chips. I like potato chips, not in my ice cream, but I really don't like, it makes me feel sick after I eat it. Um, so it's getting some bonus points because of the design and stuff. But I'm I'm honestly I'm gonna give it like a two point five out of ten. <laughs> I was really excited when this came out because I was like, finally the return of the lost potato chip in my Benning Jerry's. I mean this is this is singing to my soul in a lot of ways because I miss late night snacks so much. And I think my overall view of Chip Happens is going to be slightly higher because I have such a place in my heart for late night snack. There's a nostalgia that comes to me when I eat the potato chip flavor in this ice cream. And that inflates my view of it a little bit. But I agree with you. When this flavor goes away, I'm not going to miss it. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to pine for the halcyon days of Chip Happens. A, if you are a completionist like we are, and you're striving to try to get these flavors, get out as soon as possible, because you may not be able to get it. That's a big thing. B, if you're a big fan of the potato chips and ice cream, this could be something you could like. I'm gonna give it a six out of 10, 
I think it is passable. I am also disappointed in this flavor because I think potato chips and ice cream, particularly with Ben & Jerry's, has a lot of potential. And this just isn't it. And I kind of knew that going into it too because the chocolate ice cream I knew right away was sort of a meh thing. It needs something else too. Like it'd be nice if we had a caramel swirl in there or something else that could be interpreted with the chip. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to give it here. So that was how we thought about Chip Happens which we all agree is sort of an outlandish flavor. Certainly they're stepping out of the zone here and taking a risk with it. Our In Memoriam this week follows that sort of trend. Our In Memoriam this week is the flavor Peanuts Popcorn. Have you heard of this? I don't think I have, actually. I think I've seen the label, but I've... It was, like, in the 2000s, like, so I'd never... I was, like, what, one... So I never had it. <laughs> um, so the Peanuts popcorn is caramel ice cream with white fudge covered caramel popcorn. What? Yeah. Yeah. With toffee peanuts and a caramel swirl. Wow. They like took so many like left turns. I wasn't expecting <laughs> here. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, caramel ice cream. Yep. White fudge-covered caramel popcorn. Yes. Toffee-coated peanuts. Sorry, I'm just like, I cannot imagine this right now. <laughs> yeah. it, it feels like a smorgasbord in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, just... it's similar to Chip Happens, but even more outlandish in this case. Yeah. Um, this flavor came out in the year 2000, and it was only around for a couple months. But it wasn't supposed to be a limited batch. <laughs> oh, no. Unlike a lot of flavors that we have to cover that have departed in the flavor graveyard, this one had an article written about it through the Ben & Jerry's official website. So we can know, we get to know a little bit more about how this came to be than we normally would. Ben & Jerry's themselves consider this to be a flop flavor, and they don't shy away from it. Eric Fredette was the flavor guru who created it, and they sat down with him and, and asked him some questions about it a couple of years ago. And I think this is really interesting. So this is also going to give us a lot of insight into what making a flavor is like at Ben & Jerry's. I'm gonna read a couple quotes from him. Whatever the flavor profile you're trying to deliver on, people should feel it as soon as they take a bite. It should trigger all these memories. For peanuts popcorn, that's ball games, movie theaters, digging into the box for the prize at the bottom when you're a kid. So we're learning that like, Creating a flavor has to go beyond the flavor. Mm -hmm. It has to trigger something. It has to be part of an experience, which I think could also be what sets Ben & Jerry's apart too. So then he goes into talking about what made this particular flavor an issue. The popcorn was a big issue. When you mix things into ice cream, the moisture of the ice cream eventually seeps into them, changing the texture. That's why when we mix cookies or pretzels into our flavors, we usually coat them in chocolate to protect them. It forms a barrier that's delicious, but also keeps things crunchy. But the popcorn was so oddly shaped that the white fudge didn't do its job properly and the popcorn got soggy. And nobody wants to eat soggy popcorn. We started getting calls and letters from unhappy folks and we agreed it was a flop of a flavor. Once you lose the crunch of the popcorn, you lose the moment you lose that nostalgia. That's very fair. I don't think I want anything soggy in my ice cream ever. It 
to me like it sounded like it had a lot of potential like i am interested by the thought of having popcorn in my ice cream but yeah if they weren't able to find a way to keep the popcorn from getting soggy then uh i can see why it didn't last very long i'm kind of wondering what the like shortest time that they've had a flavor out has been like has there ever just been like such like anger that this thing exists i feel like there must have had but that's very interesting that it was only done around for like a couple of months before they're like oh wow yikes <laughs> if there is one i would probably say this might be at the top of the list right. or at least near it um it's funny because it lives on you had seen it before but it was only available for a couple of months 20 years ago right and yet we still remember it as a fantastic mistake <laughs> I feel like that actually, I feel like that has a lot to do with this ice cream as well. Because we were kind of talking about how I wanted to have like chocolate covered potato chips because otherwise they kind of felt soggy. So mm-hmm. like they kind of have the same issues for me. So that being said, you guys, would we resurrect Peanuts Popcorn? Um, when you originally read the description of it, it did sound very interesting to me. But yeah, if they're not able to find a way to keep the popcorn from getting soggy... Um, and that sounded like uh, it was a real problem. So I guess just, you know, assuming it's the flavor it was back in the day uh, without any improvements, um, I'd have to say no to resurrecting this one. You want to listen to the people. I feel like it's interesting. Most of those things, I wouldn't think, I don't know how they would taste in ice cream. Like, I don't know how it would taste. So I feel like if I wasn't that into like trying all these flavors, I wouldn't resurrect it. But I want to see how it is, cause like it's lived on, like it's lived on this long. They wrote an article about it. Everyone hated it. I just want to like have the experience to try it. I think. But looking at the list of all of the flavors and what they've said, I'm sure I would hate it. But I think it would be still fun to try. So I would re- resurrect it just just to try. If nothing else, I am really interested in the idea of the disaster piece that it could be. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had a Ben & Jerry's flavor that was anywhere near as outlandish as what that was trying to do. And so absolutely I would resurrect this flavor simply because I may hate it, but my God, do I want to know right. what that was like to try to eat. Right. For everybody who had it in those few months in the year 2000, if they are as passionate as we are, probably really holds that in high regard. I mean, wouldn't it be cool to have, you know, the lid to that? And maybe it will be just as cool to have, you know, your pint of Chip Happens or, or our lid to that in the future. But um, but as it stands, I would resurrect it simply to try it. It's really interesting, too, because I know that they go through, like, so many, like, different flavors of, like, when they're creating in the process. And there's, like, so many that we probably haven't tried that, like, got rejected. Wonder if there's just like a reject like things. I would just like to. I'd love to see what they were trying to do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What was the flavor profile they were really trying to go for? Like what? Yeah. What did? What did it taste like when they said yes? This is it. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, that was our episode on Chip Happens. It's a limited botch. Uh, we're gonna probably move this episode up in the episode order now that we know that it might be phasing out already. So we can tell you not to get it, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> earlier than we would have. Um, uh, but that being said, we out. <laughs> that was a better, right? That was better. Better, better, better. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Flavor Cast. 
We want to be sure that you know that we are not official Ben & Jerry's affiliates. They don't sponsor anything we do. We just love what they do. And the thoughts and opinions that we express on this podcast are not necessarily those of Ben & Jerry's. And while we are an independently produced podcast, we still have a couple of people to thank. The first being Spencer Klaus, who was instrumental in helping this podcast get off the ground. You can listen to his work on the Hold Please podcast and also on Quantum Paradox, where you may also hear yours truly. Also to Ryan Shelledy for his advice, support, and light legal counsel. Also, our beautiful podcast cover was designed and made by Liz Nussbaum. You should also make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the Flavorcast, where you can find out more about what's coming up about our flavors, see our silly faces, and maybe a couple pictures of my cat Seinfeld. <laughs>